0: Dear Ann Landers, my husband dear and Abby, I, Abby, I in shock. I'm extremely dear upset years, My son got married to Dear Ann Landers, Lander. who very happy. My wife swore camera to see a woman here ever. She thinks way to her, her, her family. She had to get married. Dear Pod. Look, I've been here the whole
1: time. In my cute, weird sweater that has a boxer on it. Where'd you get that? Um, The Banana Republic uh, outlet store, mm. which is crap. But for oh. some reason, I walked in and I was like, this sweater is $3. I'll take it. Sure, it's a regular. It looks like a Gordon Gartrell. One sleeve is longer than the other. Oh. But I don't care. But I put it on the other day. And um, did I tell you I had an audition for a commercial that was looking for a Karen, and the way they described her was Kate Gosselin hair, a woman who buys live laugh love plaques. And I was like, I know this woman. I'm going full out for this audition. So I like
0: the fact that they had to explain that.
1: Yeah, like like, like we the word it. Karen isn't enough. So like, I go. I got it. I got yeah, it. I'll I got be right it. back.
0: I have to go to the bathroom <laughs> with these with these shears.
1: I was like, I already have the wig for this. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Everybody, back off. But I go the extra mile for my Zoom auditions, and I like to set the scene. If you give me an inch, I will take the mile. Mm-hmm. So I decided to go to Home Goods and buy a grateful and blessed plaque right. <laughs> for six American dollars, which I promptly returned at the end of the audition because I can't even fake having these things in my home. I hate the anything with the inspirational sayings on them. That's why my friend sent me a pillow. With inspirational sayings on it, and that's the only thing I'm allowing in the house because it's ironic, it's a joke, it's in tribute to Scotty Barnhart. Sure. So I go to return said blessed and grateful plaque to Home Goods afterwards because I need the six bucks. Sure. And I was wearing this shirt,
0: the one that you're currently wearing. Currently
1: wearing with the
0: the dog with the bow tie on.
1: The dog with the bow tie. I thought it was quirky in a sort of Brooklyn y way. Sure. I go to check out, <clears throat> return it at Home Goods. And a woman, white woman, glasses, mousy, in her 70s, does the return. I look at her name tag. Her name is Karen. And then she says, oh, I love your shirt. And I walked out, I ripped it off my body, and I screamed into the night. (laughs) So the fact that I'm wearing it again, it makes me a little self-conscious. If this is like a Karen-endorsed, home-goods-worthy shirt is it not as ironic as i think it is
0: well if karen was checking out and she used the n word about 15 times <laughs> and, and refused to have her mask and said trump 2020 then it would be a different story
1: wait a minute now that you say it i don't know that she had a mask on but she had to because she was working at home goods
0: she had to have a mask
1: home goods where they have the sign that says no more than 93 people in the store <laughs>
2: Home a goods. Crush.
0: It's like discount, but it's $300 and the brake front is missing three legs. Why are you still charging that?
1: Absolutely. Or a broken mirror, which mm-hmm. I have seen there multiple times.
0: Yeah, I'm like, so are we just paying for the frame at this point? Uh, yeah,
1: I look at it and I'm like, it's still good. It's still good. I put some tape on it.
0: This is all for the decor.
1: It's podcast. I do it
0: for the decor. This
2: yes, we're setting decor. ourselves up.
1: Well, we'll discuss this later when we have a a, a specialist, somebody who, who sure. does interior design. But we're not doing design. decor right now. But I will say this.
0: Yes, go on.
1: We're doing rage because... <laughs> what are you looking at? Uh, Just nothing. I'm looking at nothing. This is what happens now. I'll talk to people and my eyes will go somewhere else and I can't focus. I can't focus anymore. Uh-huh. When I when you've taken away the route, which is the schedule, which is the I know I'm getting up in the morning, I know I'm going to Orange Theory from nine to ten. I know okay. I'm going into the city. I know I have two shows tonight. I know I won't be back until three in the morning, and then I'll wake up again at five in the morning. you know, like my system is all off. So I can't physically focus on anything. You
0: do know your system is not like a normal woman, right? Woman? Or whatever. <laughs>
1: What do I identify as? (laughs) Porcupine. Okay,
0: all right. I
1: know. I know that I'm wound tighter than the average bean. What? I know. No. Alert the presses. I've I've spoken the truth into the air, but I went because I I needed to get out and do something. So I went to the mall with my jewels, and I said I just. The mall open? Oh yes, the malls are open out here, and it's very enjoyable. I mean, you have to put a bag over your head, but I don't care. As long as I'm out walking around, I... I, Can we discuss something that has always bothered me? But really, in a pandemic, should go away permanently?
0: The Osmonds?
1: Next best thing. You don't need three retail people coming up to you in a store. Nothing irks me more. The fact is, I, I need to try something on. I am not a person that could just buy blindly online, which... Now you kind of don't have much of a choice. So now the process of shopping is I buy it online. It comes to me. I try it on. I experience shame in my own home. And then I either return it, I keep it, whatever. But I wanted the activity of being out. I get accosted by three retail people as soon as I walk in. Hey, what are you shopping for? (gasps) Anything particular? And then you go to touch something and they're like, I love that. I have three in three different colors.
0: Okay, I'm gonna stop you right now. Okay, where the fuck did you go? <laughs> because if you went to a, an adult store, it isn't an do adult
1: that. store in theory.
0: You t- you've already told me. If it's an adult store, then why are you changing clothes like you're in Carrie <laughs> in the shower scene? And second, if every girl sounds like. Um, Romy and Michelle, you're not in the right store. I, you're not in an age-appropriate store. Therefore, you've done it to yourself. We're done with this conversation. No, you should. It's not like return it's a Hollister. And should never I, go again.
1: I, 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 I'm not in a Hollister trying on really small, tight California jeans that don't give you an instant. You want to nudging. know what?
0: You know what? You're base. It doesn't matter what the name of the fucking store is. You're still doing it. You're still doing not age-appropriate clothing.
1: No, I'm not bringing this on myself because okay. I walked into a lot into of a... people
0: can't see their faults, and Hold I on. understand no, this. We've no, no, because before. I
1: experienced the same thing in Club <laughs> Monaco, which is very not my store. I well, have realized it's not built for
0: everybody. It
1: isn't. I am not Saint tropical. I don't have expendable cash. But when you walk into any store and you get accosted by a retail person who essentially follows you around, and... <laughs>
0: they don't want you to you? steal. It.
1: I yelled at the girl in a Lucky Brand jeans because <laughs> I it's such an issue with me that i'm just like just leave me alone i just want to sift i want to look i don't want your suggestions and it had been building this was like a while ago like i just want to go into a store and be left alone sure that's how i shop if you can't read the room and you can't tell and i'm like eh. especially now it's great with the masks awesome i don't have to give you even half of my face my eyes should say it all but when I had gone into the Lucky Bread, this was like the third or fourth store where this had happened. Uh-huh. Girl comes up. Hey, hi. Welcome to Lucky. You looking for anything particular? Nope. Just shopping. Okay, great. Just to let you know, shirts are two for uh, buy first, uh, get the second one 50% off.
0: Okay, so great. right now she's just doing her job. Okay. okay what she was okay. told to do. Yeah. Okay,
1: okay. okay so I go, go in. I touch something. That's great. It would look really great with the high-waisted jeans that we have, that are skinny jeans, and those are towards the back. Let me know if you want to try any on. Okay. All
0: right. Okay.
1: okay. I go further into the store.
0: Your I fault. I touch this, something you know else. What?
1: All I'm doing is touching things. Why you're is like, this? You're my like fault? the woman
0: in Jaws swimming at night. <laughs> what did you fucking expect?
1: What? What do I you're expect? You're basically just
0: asking to be eaten by a shark.
1: All I'm doing- walking around and touching things and looking at things, just looking.
0: Do you not? You don't touch. You go in, you scan, and if you're not committed, don't touch it.
1: <laughs> That's what I said to Jim on our wedding night. Well, I and mean, now, my look at,
0: You're in this.
1: <laughs> Loveless enormous, marriage.
0: In <laughs> this giant house with 19 basements. <laughs> It's a Russian (laughs) nesting doll of basement. We're in basement one, if anybody's wondering. I'll let you know. I
1: take the elevator to sub-basement floor four, and then I I text him. It's like the movie
0: Cube. I'm going to run into (laughs) some other people. I love Cube. That
1: is a very underappreciated film. People need to get on board with that. We're watching Cube tonight, and that's called marriage. Damn it. No, so so by the fifth thing I touched when she was like, mm, you look really good in one of our necklaces, I turned her. my brain oh, exploded, God. and I couldn't stop myself, and the rage that I had been feeling had bubbled up this weird, irrational anger, and it came up through my throat and out my mouth, and I was like, I just want to stop! I just want to stop! Please leave me alone! All I want to do is come in here and look at
0: this! You turned into a Karen, sorry.
1: <laughs> I... I don't mean How old to be a This was a woman. I just popped. Oh, she was probably around my age. Uh-huh.
0: 23. Okay, so keep in mind, this woman has also been in quarantine. No, 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 no,
1: no. This was from years ago. The Lucky Brand <laughs> was... thing. This was before okay. all this happened. because
0: you just said, this woman is my age, and you are not 23. <laughs>
1: I was hoping so. you it. <laughs>
0: <Bullshit>. <laughs> I just went into Abercrombie the other day, and I was just a guy, just just like me, same age, twenty six. Wait, are we Patrick, talking emotionally?
1: 26. Are we talking mentally? Are we talking physically? Because I have the veins of. So a at twenty three,
0: you popped off at another twenty three year old. Like, what was so fucking stressful <laughs> when you were twenty three? This was like what, the subway. Subway ran on. out of provolone. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. Do you know I can't eat at Subway anymore because they It's not one. even real
0: bread. I, I, know, I, eat know.
1: I know, but I <laughs> I, fucking, I Who eats there they, other than
0: ex-convicts?
1: <laughs> me, looking I'm gross. on the road. Me and Charles Ragsdale at 2 in the morning. Gross. We
0: Why is the Subway open at 2 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> Don't ask
1: questions. Oh, my God. Just Someone's touching that.
0: loose meat at 2 a.m.? <laughs> And that's why standing I got, for the, eight hours?
1: I got the veggie patty. Oh, got, that's better. Because I'm
0: sure that hasn't taken a trip down the drain once in a while.
1: Loose meat. <laughs> I love, they built a subway in the basement of my dorm. When oh. I, like about a month after I moved in there. And the smell of the bread would waft up. I lived on the seventh floor of 14 floors. And it would go straight up to the penthouse, baby. And I'd go down there and I'd be like, I'll have a 12-inch
0: meatball. Like, <laughs> God, how many freshman 20s did you want to I get? don't
1: know. I ate horribly in college. I would start my mornings with an Ensure and a Pop-Tart.
0: What are you, my grandparents? <laughs> Who drinks Ensure unless you're hooked up to a feeding tube?
1: Another girl with an eating disorder. <laughs> Oh
0: so my games. god, <laughs> I hate kidding. this podcast <laughs> right now, this is so fucking terrible.
1: <laughs> All right, welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. It's get- an advice podcast, we think advice, we kind of talk about some advice. I'm your host, Jason Bateman.
0: And I'm Joanna Gaines.
1: And we're coming to you from the Maha'a bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it?
0: We now return to Damn Nature, You Scary on BET. Damn, that motherfucker run fast. You see that shit? That thing come by my house, I kill it. That little rat looking thing just got ate. Damn, nature, you scary.
1: <laughs> oh, that is from Family Guy. Oh. Highly enjoyable, makes me laugh. Nature is terrifying.
0: Nature is terrible, isn't
1: it? I'm pretty sure. Right about now, Animal Kingdom is taking over the scene at Disney World, but who knows?
0: (laughs) Tell the people what our topic is. Oh
1: dear. Well, um, before I do that, I just want to say that we're giving you old school advice for new school problems. That's right. This week, like every week, we are digging up and re. Vamping and redesigning. What? Really, we're just we're just reading. We're reading articles from Ann Landers and Dear Abby, and then we're jibber jabbering about whatever topic we choose every week. This week's topic, of course, home decor.
0: Correct. That's right.
1: Because something I know nothing about, but I surround myself with people who do. So if you don't already, oh God, get on, get on it. Go over to your social media and follow us on Instagram at Dear Pot Official. Please do. Want to get old school? Go to our website at darepotofficial.com. I'm not saying the W's anymore. You should. It's, It's very déclassé. And our email address, of course... Uh, DearPodOfficial at gmail.com if you want to send us any questions, any advice that needs answering. We highlight a question almost every week for a little Instagram mail action and try our hand at the advice columnist. And, of course, our Patreon page, patreon.com slash DearPodOfficial, where you can get little extra bits and pieces from us every week. Something new in your box.
0: A Deep treat. in that box.
1: We are dropping things in your box. Oh, Dicks? my God. Um, also, please, please do us a favor. Yeah. Are you listening right now? No. No. Oh, you're not. No, no. You. I know you never listen.
0: I never listen. But if you're, if I like you're to watch there, though. If you know what I mean.
1: Wait. Oh, God. Okay. Well, then, if if you're driving, I want you to pull over to the side of the road, gently, gently stop your car, damn, put it in park. Now look at the podcast app. I need, I need for you to rate. I need for you to review. And damn it you haven't already, subscribe so that every week you get reminded that we drop this sexiness every Thursday at 11 a.m. Stop it! Stop. <laughs> we are hopped up on sugar and we are ready for this week's topic, which is home decor. Correct. Which you are wearing on your shoulder right now.
0: Yes, this is a gourd.
1: There's is, a lot of tchotchkes in this basement. My yes. Jules has designed it to look like a TGI Friday's or an Applebee's.
0: Your gourd, which is a pumpkin uh-huh. face, can fit my fist in its mouth.
1: Oh, Now, that should be the template for all home decor. Can you fit your fist in it?
0: This is from Meadowbrook Gourds.
1: Oh, there's so many gourds.
0: They're very expensive because I took a picture of it.
1: Well, my gourd. Are they really?
0: That's like You yeah. took a
1: picture of this gourd. Yeah, Where was it's I? It's gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You took a picture of my gourd when I wasn't
0: in the room? No, you were sitting right here talking. Ew, and am I, I just,
1: in the picture?
0: No, it's just a picture of you and your giant gourd.
1: Oh, I'd rather have my gourd be displayed. Never post a rogue picture of me. Do you understand?
0: I, Jim, I had to do I a video for know.
1: a comedy show to promote it and just say, hey, 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 come see me. And... The amount of filters I put on this mofo, I am not in focus. I look like RuPaul. Sure. The edges are foggy. Sure. Thank God for Vaseline and like a flower hat. What? And a cat nose. Like I would oh. put I'm putting every filter on my face.
0: So you put the Mayim Bialik hat filter? Yeah.
1: On? I was like, what have you what do you have in a blossom?
0: Yes. They're like, what do you have in a Steve an Urkel? Onion
1: blossom? <laughs> That's what we need to serve down here in our Applebee's inspired Pineapple Ranch Maha'a Bar. That's right.
0: If you want to do this podcast live from your toilet, then yeah, serve it.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, this week's topic, I'm very excited about this, is home decor. Sp- I
0: love home decor.
1: Oh, you're very good at this, didn't I don't you? Because know you I- used to work for Ralph lauren thank you
0: that's how you pronounce it i'm sorry everyone if you want to know the pronunciation of ralph lauren that's it (laughs) it's not ralph loren it's ralph lauren
1: wait let me write a jingle right now (laughs) so that so that i can remember for forever okay but it's got to be ralph lauren vibed so so like what yacht rock what is the what's the
0: something like that
1: Welcome to Ralph Lauren. We have goods that aren't boring. You've already
0: That's already falsehood.
1: Oh. I go to Disney and I ride soaring. I don't know. No. Can I workshop it and come back? Sure. Okay. Sure. No. So this week we are talking about home decor, interior design, how to dress up and do dad your home. Yes. You are good at this. I am. Am not. I am learning, and and I sometimes feel like people are born with this talent because I don't born with see it. it.
0: Maybe it's Maybelline.
1: Maybe maybe I suck. Well,
0: I don't know. I'll have to ask Jim. About it's
1: harsh, that but I watch HGTV all the time, and I'm like, I would never uh, do. You and I, we're addicted to HGTV.
0: Yes, we are, and a lot of people think that they're really good. Like, they think that they're really good at. Fixing up their house after watching HGTV. And then you're like, did you improvise? Did you improvise? Did you you use exactly what they told you to?
1: No. Are you not supposed to improvise? I don't know how to even take a blanket and drape it. I am not a draper. I've noticed. I know I try, though. But, like, is it good that I'm
0: trying? Yeah. Don't try so hard.
1: Well, that's... That's never gonna happen for any okay, aspect of okay, my life.
0: Okay, okay
1: I can't take my foot off the gas.
0: At Ralph Lauren, there was you know, there's um there was a guy that used to make the beds mm-hmm. because the beds are made in such a way that you're like, wow, that's fucking amazing.
1: Tell me the tricks.
0: Okay, well, first of all, you're never your bed's never gonna look like a bed that's on display. And I'll tell you why. Uh oh The bed is overstuffed with stuffing. It's kind of like When they trick you to like, oh, here's a turkey. And, you know, like when they dress up food for ads Uh and like the food is like, you know, cooked individually and they pump it up, they paint it or whatever. So the same sort of applies to bedding. So when you go to a store and you're like, wow, how is that so fluffy? It
1: always looks so inviting. There's 20 pillows. Right.
0: So here's the trick. (gasps) This is why you, you won't get it to look the way that you think it is. Number one. There is a huge mattress, and then the mattress is wrapped in foam batting, and then the sheet goes on, then the fitted sheet goes on, then the other sheet, then there's the blanket that is then tucked in, and then it's folded down. Most people don't fold everything. Then it's folded down. Then you have the duvet cover, which is then folded down, so it gives the illusion of being super fluffy. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is then also wrapped in batting to make the top layer look big. Because if you notice, when you try to do it yourself, well, my bed doesn't look like the bed that's in the picture. Because it's not going to. Because you don't have all this batting to make it look super fluffy. So basically, it's a lie. Because your bed, you, the, I mean, you're never going to, you don't want to, you can't have a bed like that. Number one, you have a mattress wrapped in something uh-huh. in batting.
1: And you're not going to spend every night taking all the batting out. Wouldn't that be great, though? A real com- time commitment just I mean, to stage your it takes about an hour to do it. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. So look, it's a lot.
1: I committed to six pillows on my bed, and I pat myself on the back for that. Right. It makes it look full.
0: I have five.
1: Wow, we're so close in pillows Yeah. numbers. So I'm not that far off. I'm not that bad. <sighs> Correct. I try to learn, but really, ultimately, if I had money to burn, I would be outsourcing all of the interior. Like you come in, you throw some gay around it. Sure. Here's two hundred bucks. Yeah. Go to town. Yeah. Now, did you take anything that you learned there and like apply it in your own home? Yes, of course. I mean, if you have not seen Patrick's home, you should. So, email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com, if you want to go into Patrick's home. <laughs> also, if you know, you can hit him up on Instagram if you want to give him a reach around. That's it's, fine too. Fluff and flock.
0: I, my, ha- my house for is us. a work in progress. It's like Grace Adler's designs. It's not perfect. Well, but 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 take... the, you
1: know what? Our, our guest today, which we will be introducing later, uh, his house is constantly in motion. He never settles on one thing. So it's like if if he's got a hearth and he designs the hearth. Now, for me, if that hearth is designed, there it shall stay for the next 10 years. Correct. So wherever something lands, that's where it shall be. Correct. Remember when you helped me get the pillows and you put the pillows in a certain place and then I told my jewels not to touch anything. It's just supposed to stay that sure, way now. Sure. Like From sure. what I understand, where it lands, it stands. Sure. So I've rhymed a lot in the last two minutes. Um, That's okay. I, I'm, I'm apologizing for the rhyme.
0: Have you ever seen people's, Um, I guess because of the algorithm on Instagram, when you see like people's apartments, and then all of a sudden like everyone's apartment has the same aesthetic in a certain way? Yeah.
1: It's like, um, why does everybody have a mid part now? Thank you, Instagram.
0: Correct. Mm-hmm. Like everyone has like the Tom Ford book on their coffee table. Yeah.
1: Everybody loves a and, coffee table. Yeah. Book.
0: And then everyone has staged their, their coffee table like within an inch of its life.
1: Oh, yeah. I know. It's a big thing. Uh-huh. But you did make me get a tray and put things on a tray, and I haven't moved those things either. Well,
0: because you had nothing on your coffee table.
1: I know. We do. Well, we have we have books. We can switch it up. Sure,
0: sure. That's the thing. It's like a lot of people, it's just interesting. A lot of people have the same stuff. Like someone's like, oh, I love Tom Ford. I'm going to get the Tom Ford coffee table book because it's huge. It's chunky. It says Tom Ford on it. Then you see it everywhere. Everyone has the same books.
1: Yeah. Well, we're influenced by culture. That's how that works. And we can't think for ourselves because we're lemmings. Correct. Now, I I don't know what goes with what and how to make things look effortless.
0: Uh huh. Well, what do you mean?
1: Well, I think it's also because I watch too much DIY as opposed to HGTV in the DIY DIY network. The network. What's that? Do it yourself.
0: I know what DIY means. I'm not an asshole.
1: (laughs) No, you're an asshole. Don't get me wrong. Okay, pass the candy. Oh, God. Eat your Kit Kats. Let's do articles, shall we?
0: Okay. You know what? I'll just start it. Okay, please do. Son's room decorations have some illegal aspects.
1: Ah! This
0: is from the Fort Worth, Texas. Fort Worth Star-Telegram, Fort Worth, Texas, November 21st, 1973.
1: Of course it's Texas.
0: Dear Abby, my 15-year-old son has built a bedroom in our garage. He asked me if he could install an extension telephone out there, as a friend of his has done. I told him I thought it was l- legal, and he should not do it. I returned from a brief trip to find that he had installed a telephone in his room. He bought the instrument from a radio parts store. Also, he has two roadsides mounted on his wall. He said one was given to him by a friend, and then the other he picked out of a gutter after, ha- after having seen it there for a year. I believe him. I think the telephone should be removed from our son's room unless he is willing to have it installed by the telephone company and pay monthly charges. I also believe the road signs should be taken down since they were county property. What do you think? Sign, a mother. Dear Mother, The same principle is involved in both instances. By passing the telephone company, bypassing the telephone company is taking a free ride on their monthly service even though the instrument was purchased elsewhere. Keep road signs that belong to the county is also dishonest. I'm with you, mother.
1: No, go stick it to him. You pay enough in bills. You might as well get something free and illegal.
0: I kind of agree. I do think that um something about a road sign though, like how fucking like you really have to clean that.
1: Yeah, but he's living in a room above his parents' attic. You already see the garage. picture garage. That's right. So you see the picture he's in your the head first of what it's to it die is. in the family. It's very like Matthew McConaughey in dazed and confused. Like this is a kid who it's has like a Siever. sheet on the window. And yeah, and they and he's like, "Oh, I'm decorating cuz I found this um this uh this toll charge thing. You know how like everybody had like a stoplight? No, it's you put money in it when you go to pay for the oh fucking hell. So when you're Viola Davis, <laughs> when you know meter? when meter. Didn't you have a meter in your house for a while? No. Oh. Oh, a parking meter? I don't know. Maybe I dated somebody who had like a parking meter in the corner because it's like, oh, this is quirky, and I ripped who up. Does who does
0: that? Any college person. Any who person who
1: has the mentality of a college person. Who did?
0: Person. Who has a parking Literally meter Clearly somebody
1: that I dated. I just don't remember who it was. And you made it seem like everybody has I hooked this. up with so, so many guys. How do okay. I even keep... <laughs> oh,
0: my God. Then <laughs> so we should talk to your mom about that plan B again.
1: I um, and and I found out what that plan B is. I forgot to Google it. How do you use Google?
0: My uh, um, my bedroom growing up, I inherited my bedroom, um, my second bedroom, which is my, brother, my brother's bedrooms. So, since there's eight of us, I had to share a room with my sister Carrie, which was green and white. Then I moved into my brother's bedroom, which was decorated in the 70s, yeah. which was wallpaper that was black, white, and red. And it was um, uh, road signs, uh, wa- road sign wallpaper.
1: So you were living like in a pair of skids.
0: It was, now keep in mind, it's like predominantly white, black, and red.
1: That is so anxiety riddling. Like you're sitting in Alice in Wonderland.
0: Yeah, so it's like dead end, stop. <laughs> Uh, the wavy, the wavy road, like all yield signs, that's all over your entire room, and it's a narrow room,
1: dead end.
0: Yeah, that's and then what you see every morning that you was wake up. Red.
1: Oh my God, this is so alarming. <laughs> Ew. Like you guys, I'm just gonna go up and relax in my room.
0: <laughs> so I had no desire to to find uh, a road sign and,
1: and, anywhere and put it, the lily. Yeah,
0: because it was like this is. I mean.
1: Wow. And of all the people, don't put someone with anxiety in a bedroom that has a bunch of signs that scream stop and dead end.
0: Well, I mean, this explains why I have the anxiety. Yeah, right now. placed
1: there by your parents. <laughs> that's and why they're I, terrible decorating choices. That's why I, like
0: grays and neutrals now just <laughs> to like take my body down.
1: Like a light blue, my kingdom for a sage I green. Mean,
0: Jesus.
1: Wait. So your parents decorated that room yes. obviously. Yeah, Was this a request 70s. by your brother? I don't that know. And he's like, I just Probably want some not. wallpaper. No, my brother
0: shared shared the room. So I think my parents just did They were
1: it. like, what do boys like?
0: Well, what's interesting is my mom's house is entirely blue. Every oh, room is pretty much blue. Well,
1: that's pretty much what's happened to a lot of people. When you get to a certain age, because my parents are doing that to their house, too. Where no, I walked in she, and not, I was like, oh, it's not all doing. grayish.
0: She's had this for over 40 years.
1: Oh, this was, okay, all right. Like
0: every room, curtains, walls. Doors, door frames, they're all the same color.
1: Well, then, riddle me this. My parents, who have zero aesthetic, sure, zero understanding of interior design at all, as everything in the house, if you go into it, is trapped in 1986. Huh. Like, there's wallpaper borders in the middle of the wall. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I know. It's all a little bit frilly-holly hobby, a little bit Laura Ashley, no. you know, a little... It's just a horrifying. But... When we reached a certain age, the way this house is designed, it's a Cape Cod house. Well, there was their bedroom, the master bedroom, but the other bedroom was just like one big open space. And that was fine when we're like young kids. But then as we start to get to be teenagers, they put in a wall to divide that big bedroom into two separate bedrooms. So there's my brother's room, there's my room. But to get to my room, you have to cut through his room to go into the door. And for some reason... They put a window in the wall, in between. So, and then they and it has little shutters on it. I don't know if it's like so we could, you know. So every morning when he was in bed, I could bust through it and go, Ego east," and
0: close it. Were you just trying to reenact the scene in Beaches with Barbara Hershey and (laughs) Benadryl? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. we're
1: on either (laughs) side of that window, and I'm like, "Hey."
0: Another Dreidel song.
1: When I grow up, I'm gonna be on Broadway. Break a leg, Cece. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> it. They put a window in it because growing teenagers love to be able to connect with the other growing teenager that they're yeah, sharing. Yeah, like a the house other with.
0: the other male teenager who's chronically masturbating and wants to see <laughs> his sister on the other side of the window. I,
1: I lived in this abnormal. No wonder I have like total fear the of wall nudity. Is still up now? Oh, yeah, and the Why? window is still there.
0: Don't they live alone?
1: Well, I think resale now they can say, we got three bedrooms. No, they don't. A window, it's like, hi, it.
0: here's my weird set <laughs> from Beaches. <laughs>
1: Do you have a dream of being CeCe Bloom?
0: How about Barbara Hershey? Then this is the
1: house for you. It's a Cape Cod with a hole in the wall.
0: <laughs> Beautiful single-family home. Recently updated, new roof. New insulation and.
1: A window and a, a wall.
0: A set from the 1990 breakaway hit Beaches.
1: <laughs> this house is the wind beneath your wings as you start your new family.
0: Oh, industry is right. This baby <laughs> mine of a room. <laughs> is gonna make your auto titsling go from A to Z. <laughs>
1: like blossom you can watch each other (laughs) blossom as you grow up on either side of this uncomfortable window i lived in chronic fear of somebody opening up that window when i was in the middle of getting dressed which happened accidentally more than once like no no not in a creepy way but like like as far as i know the the only person
0: on the other side is your brother no
1: not like if people come over to the house let me let me let me let me explain. Let me explain. Okay, this is because this window still exists on this wall, so he knows what I'm talking about. Does it... When I go home to visit, a there's a quick question, bed Jim. In there.
0: Does it sound as terrible and re- as it is in real life? Oh, it's it's the weirdest
1: thing. Okay. It's a window in a wall. I'll have my mother uh-huh. take a picture of it. Okay. Uh, I'll also have to ask her what she was thinking. It's too bad we're not doing a moth report today. We'll do it next week, and we'll ask why did you put a window in the wall. You know, like when I go back there to visit, that's where the bed is because the other room, my brother's room, has since been turned into, uh, you know, a den slash office slash junk room, like a multi-purpose thing. Uh So that's where we stay is in this little room, which used to be my room.
0: That's also weird.
1: Uh, What, to stay in the house in my old room?
0: With your husband doing sucky fucky stuff? Maybe, <laughs> when you' when, when your I mom turns into Pearl from Two Two Seven,
1: what's happening in here? That's exactly. But here's the thing: like, I because go like, pancakes.
2: Stop, let me explain.
1: Yes. When I go in there to get dressed, and my niece and nephew are visiting, and they're very young, and they're running around the house, and they're playing and stuff like that. Inevitably, they're like, hey, Auntie! Like, open up that weird window and scar a kid for life sure. when they're like, ah, there's a little boy in our room.
0: Ah. So many elbows.
1: <laughs> Where'd Gollum come from? <laughs> ah, I can see her spine. It's traumatic for them, yeah. for me, for everybody yeah. that's happened before. I live in chronic fear of somebody, and because my brother knew I was terrified of being <laughs> in that room and naked, sometimes he'll shimmy the thing just to, to harass me, well, which that, is,
0: <laughs> this I'm, is the world that we live in. <laughs> I I still don't understand this. But
1: going back to your article. Uh... <laughs>
0: Forget about it. This is, <laughs> I, I don't even understand the setup of this room. I
1: need pictures to be But given
0: why, to. like, it, I don't understand. Like it's I not, don't either. But the I thing is, did. your parents can't sell it as a two bedrooms, because you have to go through one
1: to get to the other. It's like a tandem. So you're saying that you, uh, it's not a legal bedroom if it doesn't have its own door. Correct. Interesting.
0: It does have its own window. Correct. Other than the yes. one that they've made.
1: Yeah, and other than the <laughs> the laundry chute that I would love to like stick myself in and go down.
0: This just sounds weird. I know. I want your parents to move?
1: Uh, they're go. They're they're looking at it. They're thinking about it.
0: Well, they need to r- remove that fucking wall. I don't
1: know. I can't promise. They're going to sell it as is. And the thing is, everything is not updated looking. So, but the the thing that they're in a very hot town. They're going to get money for it, no matter what.
0: I don't know. Eh? I don't think. My mark
1: my words. <clears throat>
0: I say this to my mom all the time when I'm in her. 255 degree house in the middle of summer
1: oh that's my dream god that sounds lovely Fucking terrible. i love toasty warm all right i'm gonna give you an article damn all it. Right. and for the record on that last article i'm very disappointed that the illegal item that was found was just a phone i was expecting like a bong give me something
0: i know it's give me just
1: paraphernalia I give know. me a sounding kit all right, all right. This comes from the Clarion Ledger in Jackson, Mississippi, August 22, 1983. Clarion, Clarion! Decor doesn't sit well with parent. Dear Ann Landers, my bachelor's son is an excellent amateur photographer. Several months ago, he took a picture of two animals copulating. No doubt it, it is good photography, but I feel it is inappropriate to display subject matter of this kind on the wall in... A living room. Each time I visit my son, I let him know how I feel about this picture, but he insists it is unique. I feel he should at least remove that photograph while I am visiting. What do you think? Perturbed in Des Moines. Dear DM, I don't know much about art, but I know what I like, and I would not like to see a photograph, uh, such a photograph hanging in my daughter's living room. I consulted Margot about that letter and asked her what she would do if I told her a piece of art is in her home that is offensive to me. She said, I would remove it when you came to visit as a matter of respect. But if that young man doesn't feel like doing so, she should get off his case. He has a right to hang whatever he pleases on his walls. Monkey fucking. (laughs) It's art. Is it? One man's art is another man monkey <clears throat> I
0: don't know about, like, fucking pictures.
1: You know, it's the same way I feel about how, how. We had this discussion the other okay, day. Okay. You ever go to somebody's house yeah. where they have just pictures of themselves on the walls? Like, artsy You mean like, their, in-
0: like their Instagram when you're like, oh, oh, so you don't have any friends.
1: Exactly. Okay. You have nobody else to display. But the Kardashians, that's a good example. Oh. On every wall is like a black and white naked picture of them framed huge
0: yeah. hanging no.
1: thirteen by fifteen. Which what means they don't do? have any taste. What would you do if you saw like an artsy naked picture of myself on the living room when you came to visit?
0: <laughs> well, I think one would be fine. I no. guess it all depends like in your live in like prominent like if it was in your bedroom, I'd be like, Oh, that's fine. No
1: living room. If it was I'm like above your them-
0: fireplace. Yeah. Like in the toy when uh, Jackie Gleason has that picture of the, the woman behind his desk and then you push <laughs> yeah. a button and the clothes fall off. Well, I guess it all depends.
1: Uh, I just, I can't even, there's an area in our house that is for pictures of us and family. And Where I don't, it? and that is the den and that is wacky of the occasional wacky picture in the Maha lounge.
0: Sure, sure. But
1: other than that, I think I want, I want to start curating. I don't know shit about art. Okay. Do you?
0: Ish. <clears throat> you know I mean, what
1: artist sh- you like?
0: No. I don't really. I mean, they. everyone says you should just buy. And so don't buy art as an investment. You should buy what you like. Okay.
1: All right. Go for it.
0: Okay. 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 This is from the Beckley Post-Herald, Beckley, West Virginia, really July hit that 18th, 1977. Dear Abby. We know a woman in her 60s who's been going with a man about her age for 15 years. He has given her many very expensive gifts, such as jewelry, a fur coat, a car, etc. Last Christmas, she decided that she didn't need anything in that line, so she asked him to pay for redoing her living room. This involved knocking out a wall, refinishing the floor, custom-made draperies, and, of course, all new furniture. He paid for it without even batting an eye. But when she told all of her friends what her gentleman friend gave her for Christmas, we were shocked. I think this is a far cry from what I have always held Christmas mean. Christmas to mean as far as gift-going goes. I would like your opinion. Signed, shocked. Shocked? Dear shocked, a gift is anything a person wants to give another person. Granted, the gentleman's gift was unique and extremely generous. But if he held f- still for it, he probably asked her for... What she wanted. So if it was okay by him, it's okay by me. If someone gave me the gift of interior design, I would blow them every day.
1: Well, get your jaw ready, because you've got a
0: new (laughs) home. Get your dick hard, because I'm going (laughs) to suck it like I'm mad at it. (laughs) (laughs) I I agree.
1: I... I, I would also do such a thing, except I cannot unhinge my jaw like my co host.
0: I'm going to feed it to you, Aaron. Yeah, please do.
1: <laughs> the things you would do for a gift of interior design. Oh my God. Why is that never a gift on a game know. show? Why is that never behind door number two? Because that is a major thing.
0: When Nate Burkus used to come on Oprah before he became like exploded and went to like Nate Burkus town. He would do like these little designs and you're like, holy shit. They would take like like Dolly Parton's Blackwoods Mountain home and turn it into like this, like uh, Kellerman's from Dirty Dance. And you're like, oh. how the fuck did that tiny little shoebox house just turn into this <laughs> giant like resort?
1: You know, you just reminded me of, do you remember the original, the, like the OG home redo show, Trading Spaces? With Paige Davis.
0: The fact that you're even asking me this makes me want to choke you out uh, and fill your throat yes, with my Yes, and then give excrement. me a,
1: the gift of interior design, please. There is an episode of that. I don't know if we've ever talked about this. Where the So the idea, if you have not watched Trading Spaces, first of all, get off your ass and Google some old episodes. <laughs> go just back, for the hairstyles. Go back, to, go
0: back in your Wayback Machine. Go
1: to the 90s. Get on your weird chunky heels and your choker necklace. Watch singles, but then watch the first episodes of this. And, so, it,
0: and the when you're done, watch studs.
1: It's never... Oh, my God, studs! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I hate you so much for bringing that up. God, I know exactly what you're talking about.
0: I'm not saying I <laughs> masturbated to it, but sometimes I did. <laughs>
1: I'm not saying I masturbated in trading spaces, but absolutely. Some of those designs by Genevieve Gorder were worth the price of admission, if I do say so myself. But if you I like how the,
0: of the podcast just started four seconds ago. I know, I know. It's wondering. like I
1: suddenly have this burst of energy. Like the Snickers is kicking in. You it does would. The couples you. would, there were two couples, they would trade spaces for a day or two days. It was like a weekend. I think and so. And yeah. they would redo one room in somebody's home. Right. Not all of these designs were worthy of the people. Some of these designs were absolutely terrible. If you look back at it, oh, my God. There was moss on a wall one time, an entire wall of moss.
0: With a paper bag wall?
1: Yeah, living wall. It was like a living wall. No, but there there was a couple. They traded with this other couple, and that guy, Doug, redesigned their room, and he made it like a chocolate fiesta. It was like shit brown walls they they had a fireplace and he painted it i don't know brass or something it was like a 1976 nightmare but 1998 karen walks in and you know they bring them into the room their eyes are closed and then there's a big reveal and every other episode i had seen everybody was like oh my god look oh was like they covered the heater yep. and they got so excited about everything this woman opened up her eyes and went okay okay, I just, I'm going to need a minute. I'm going to need a minute. And poor Paige Davis was not ready for this reaction at all. Like nobody had primed her and prepped her for what would happen if somebody didn't like the design. So she was not ready to handle that. Paige Davis was like, so what do you, what do you think? And the woman's like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna. I'm going to leave the room for a minute. I think I may. <laughs> she money. leaves the room, but they kept the microphone on. So you hear her in the other room going. Ah! <laughs> 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 Gasp, crying. And you hear Paige Davis <laughs> trying to do damage control. And they're not turning the microphone. They're not turning the TV off or like, the camera. Nothing. Yeah, the big question
0: out. is, what do you think about the fireplace?
2: You guys are going to be fixing that in a little bit. So, um, Yeah, well. I just see a lot of firewood. <laughs> so, um. Hmm. I'm gonna have to leave the room now. You're
1: that
0: disappointed.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm gonna have to...
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's. <laughs> Boy, she's not happy. She's really not happy. <laughs> Is there anything that you can see in the room to fix certain elements of it to make it better for the two of you?
2: I don't even know where to start. I mean, I see one piece of furniture that looks remotely like the way I left it. And the rest of it is just so not us.
0: Did you enjoy the experience?
2: It was wonderful.
0: You had fun during the two days. Uh, I
2: loved it. This two minutes, I would go through again just for the experience. But it's really too Let's Let's go comfort Pam, shall we? (laughs) Okay.
1: Somebody in the editing room was like, we're keeping every fucking second of this. (laughs) (laughs) Keep the mic on.
0: Keep the mic on. Paige Davis. I'm sorry. Like, I do like Paige Davis very much because she was like, she had the perfect attitude. She had to deal with all these like random people and she had to perfect that skill of like if they don't like it because well, she's like that was so what do you think and they're like
1: out of the frying pan into the fire yeah
0: and she's like well let's <laughs> she's always like well let's think about what you do like in the room <laughs> she, <laughs> she tried you know, to glass She bullet. fucking worked like she worked so fucking hard and she had like that big ass smile the whole time and you're like you got it, Paige. And her like,
1: little Meg Ryan haircut. And uh, she had to yeah, if I were the host of that show, I'd be like, I know, right?
0: <laughs> I mean and brass. Then, and then like when she had to sit down with the designer and be like, so Frank? <laughs> what were you thinking?
1: <laughs> what were you thinking? It's not what you say, it's how you say it. Here's Paige Davis saying, What were you thinking? So Frank, what were you thinking? Here's me, if it's me. Frank! What were you thinking? Frank! Shit brown walls, Frank! Who wants to sit in here?
0: I watched one episode where they literally put, um, they wallpapered the walls with uh, brown paper, uh-huh. like uh, butcher block paper. Oh, yeah. And then they stenciled a um, a design, which I think it, it looked like the VHS cover of the movie Tombstone. <laughs> so just like a bunch of like... Um, Wild West guys, but it was like in black, and then filled it in black. And they they walked in the room. They're like, "Now, what do you think?" They're like, "Um, well, what is that? Like, it's uh, you know, like a reenactment or whatever." They're like, "Okay, that's a little scary. Like, it's like six grown men. Like, can you imagine like coming down for a glass of milk? Like, I'm gonna just go downstairs and go. Oh my god!" <laughs> We're being attacked.
1: You know what? I can't get comfortable in the bed. I'm just going to go sleep on the couch downstairs. (laughs) Oh, Oh my God. I'd shit myself. They were like, we're going for a ghost theme is what we're thinking. All of your dead ancestors right here on the wall. All right. I have one more article for you for fuck's sake. It's because... (laughs) You're gonna have to redo everything. It's March 22nd, 1977. We've actually gone for so long. We've gone back in time. Oh my
0: god! This comes
1: from the parson's son, parson's Kansas, Kansas, (laughs) Kansas, March 22nd, 1977. This is fun. Ready? He makes home home decor rules. Dear Landers, your opinion, please. Here is the situation. I am the wife. Referred to by some periodicals as the homemaker. But I have never had anything to say about decorating our home. My husband's rules are as follows. No holes in the wall for hanging mirrors or pictures. They depreciate the property. No draperies. Doesn't like them. No carpeting. Area rugs only. Doesn't want holes in the floor. The latest is the couch must go. He wants only chairs in the living room. One wing chair, a recliner, and two rockers. Up until now, I couldn't have a cocktail table. We use the piano bench from the cellar if we need it. What? I feel that life is too short to argue, but after 32 years of taking orders, I confess I feel like the cleaning lady. What's the answer? Signed, Dominated. Oh, well, dear okay. Dom, what's the question? <clears throat> so far as I can figure, you just wanted to express your resentment. And you did. I hope you feel better, dear. Aunt! A, divorce, B, murder, C, rockers and reclining chairs. Why did you ever let that happen? No recliner is ever coming into my home.
0: The idea of a rocking chair is wonderful until you move the rocking chair and look at the wall behind it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> what happens to the wall behind a walk
0: a walking chair a walking chair is when you can make dinner in that no um <laughs> it's you because stand the up rocking your chair so usually huge. ends up closest to the wall and then there's divots in the wall from the rocking chair happens all the time
1: a rocking chair is a terrible idea a gliding chair on the other hand will put you to sleep right away
0: in your house
1: not in my home no no weird chairs in my home, please. No is a, a, a
0: gliding chair in your house?
1: Well, in my parents' house. A, a glider, okay. which are usually good for like a, a nursery. Like if you got a baby, you sit in the right. glider. Do and
0: your you, parents have, are they expecting?
1: Um,
0: no. Dear God, so why not. do they have a gliding chair in their house?
1: Oh, it's always been there. And uh, uh-huh. my whole family so. went through a gliding period. What? <laughs> Multiple... People in my family own gliders. Once one person bought it and sat in the glider, they were sold on the glider. It is very relaxing. I will not Um. Uh, so, Patrick. Aaron. Patois, are you excited?
0: I'm more than excited. I've taken my pants off and I pulled out my Crisco balls that are in been- been in my freezer since last Thanksgiving.
1: Okay, well, you're gonna have to start thawing them because our next guest will know where to put them in your home. That's <laughs> how think good I found he a is. <laughs> now, this this guest that we have coming onto Dear Pod, you have heard his name mentioned more times than I care to say. Seriously, we've given him enough airtime, but we decided. <laughs> to finally let him come out from underneath the cupboard, under the stairs, and let him speak for himself. He is a true Renaissance man, meaning he's always hanging around drinking wine with his weenus hanging out. He is an actor, a singer, a gentle mover, and most importantly, <laughs> he designs interiors and stages homes. Please welcome Mr. Chuck Ragsdale!
2: Hi, Pod.
1: Hi, Pod. How are you? We are so excited to finally oh. have you as a guest on the show.
2: I know, I felt like I basically had to invite myself to be a guest on your show. Well, we all had to shoehorn
1: you in because we thought, Mm. how can we use him best? What is his most effective interview theme that we could give him? And clearly, it is home design. So the theme this week is home decor. Now, you have a gift that pisses me off. And I have said this to you multiple (laughs) times. You have it the, does bring
2: you odd amounts of of great rage. It, it does, does.
1: Because I, I just, I don't understand somebody who can look at pillows and like know what to do with them. Or like look at a blanket and know how to drape it. It's a skill. And you have an artist's eye. That's my cross has, to bear. It is, I know. How dare you live with this gift every day? And not to mention the fact that I constantly push you to give me free advice for how to design my home. And I make you come to my home and I apply you with liquor so that you will then make it happen <laughs> because you've given me assignments of things to do with the house, but then you've walked away from me. And then it goes so, so wrong. Like the time you told me to tape something out on my wall in an even square. And it was like, it was like the map of Africa. It was so, so wrong. All right, so let's dive in, shall we? Because the people at home have questions about home decor, and we are going to pick your very large brain about all am, things decor.
2: I'm here for the picking.
1: Oh, good. Let's oh, pick. Great. Patty, do you want to kick off a question to our wonderful guest here?
2: Charles.
0: <laughs> how Patrick. important is scale in one's apartment, and how do you know if your furniture is out of scale?
2: That's a good one. Well, that is a good one. I feel that there are some variables involved with that question, as in what what type of room are we talking? How is this room used? Mm-hmm. And what is the actual size of the room? And uh, windows and doors in the room. All of, all of those things can really play into, I think, how scale can affect a room. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a fan of bigger in smaller spaces. I think I think it pushes the walls. I think it it pushes the ceiling. I think the larger your furnishings in a smaller space, the more command you have of how you're using the space and it has a more uh, there's more intention to how you're living in the space. So scale is incredibly important. Um,
1: That's surprising. Question- because yeah, me, apartment I, I a, living, know. I would think you'd want to go delicate, dainty, give me some West Elm, give me a nice IKEA, you know, a futon. Are we still living on those?
0: Like, like I've said to Winona, how big is too big? <laughs> like how big are you talking about?
2: I should qualify with in in dealing with with like the anchors of the room, like if it's a bedroom, the bed, if it's a living room, the couch. Those can those can get out of scale, but again, it's the style, it's the the actual shape of the piece that dictates it more than the scale. Say if you have a sectional in a tiny room, that's probably not going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have a larger couch that fits the space and fills the wall that it's on, that's a good use of that space.
0: Can we can you clear something up then? where you know a lot of America likes the overstuffed, oh. chunky um, Bob's Discount furniture. Are you Climbers. saying you can still I, use that? I call that no? the, hem-
2: the hemorrhage collection. <laughs> What's
1: the hemorrhage collection?
2: Ha- hemorrhage, not hembridge. <gasps> oh. hemorrhage. <laughs> hemorrhage sounds like restoration hardware. No, the hemorrhage <laughs> collection. It looks like it looks like a, a sausage that's been overstuffed and yes. is is going beyond the the boundaries of its casing.
1: Oh God, yes! And the Hembridge collection can be seen in Downton Abbey.
2: Yeah, it's exactly. actually the name
1: of yeah. one of their butlers.
2: But it's it's full of tassels. It's just it's very it's very ta- <laughs> ah! it's very tassel it's tassel forward. Yeah, sure. Tassels. Um, no, I am. Uh, I the overstuffed things I think are grotesque. I th- I th- I th- they're also, they play into um, how lazy we've become and how we have the notion in our heads that comfort means you have to sacrifice style. Mm-hmm. I liken that to people in pajamas on airplanes. <gasps> wow, well you are well singing
1: played. my tune, brother. You know how I feel. Why do you have to be in slippers? You're taking a puddle jumper from New York to Boston. Do you need to be this relaxed, please, with the pillows? Uh, here's a question for you. What is your process for decorating a room? Do you have something that you do specifically or do you get in and is every room different of how you approach it?
2: I guess it depends on if I have the pieces first or if I'm given the room and then asked to furnish it. Um I feel that there's always a story to be told. And Aaron, you know this because I've I've worked with you and Jim a little bit on this.
1: God, you've tried. If
2: if you're gonna put if you're gonna put things out on a shelf or out on a surface, there needs to be a a reason for them. There needs to be a a story behind why they're there. They need to be I I like to say they need to be touched by a hand and shown that there's a reason that they're in that room, not just some sort of um, uh, like gold wire coated uh, orb beside a polyresin obelisk. What is that story? Did, uh, are you are you studying to be a uh, 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 a, a disciple of Galileo? I, I don't know. I, <laughs> what is that like?
1: No, that story maybe. is that. That was what was on the display at West Elm, and that's the way it comes back to my house. I put it exactly as somebody else designed it, and then I don't touch it ever again.
2: There you have it. I'm, well <laughs> i appreciate your honesty i find it vulnerable raw and refreshing thank oh, you. oh thank,
1: thank you so i good. give
0: you a 98
1: <laughs> <laughs> who are your design inspirations
2: oh um louise nevelson is uh was uh, she is a prolific assemblage artist she's no longer with us but she was um huge in the 60s 70s and 80s um she was known for large-scale monochromatic works of found objects and uh, she's definitely a hero of mine because she was a bit of a trailblazer in in the sense that she was a woman and and no woman was doing what she did on the scale that she did it and she just had such an incredibly keen eye for design and composition and while her pieces were made from literally discarded trash that she would pull off the streets of new york city there was such an elegance to them there is such an elegance to, to them there's a there's a profound almost operatic quality to the way that she right. she sees her pieces and i'm i'm very drawn and and moved to and by that um uh so she's a huge huge inspiration uh, for me, I love with every every fiber of my being Jonathan Adler. I think he's just the bee's freaking knees. He's Ooh. he's just the coolest. He because he has such a great sense of humor with how he designs. He's so playful, but it's so well edited. It's so well thought through. Um, it's not just camp for camp's sake. Mm-hmm. It's there's a there's an intellectualness. Behind his wink, wink, nudge, nudge, which which I think is I- incredibly attractive.
1: So, trends, let's talk about trends for a minute because you're pissed at Shiplap. I'm pissed at Shiplap. I blame Why is Joanna pissed Gaines. At
0: shiplap? He
1: is pro Shiplap. Patty is
2: well, pro listen, Shiplap. I'm pro. If like, it's original, real if it's legitimate Shiplap, shiplap fantastic. I'm I'm behind ship that. One hundred percent. Home Depot is legit selling siding. It's just siding. Everyone, everyone, calm down. <laughs> it's just siding.
1: That's yeah, what shiplap <laughs> is.
2: By Chuck Ragsdale. <laughs> everyone, calm down. Home Goods is now selling it. What would just normally be lumber as yeah. shiplap.
1: Of course they are. They're hopping because on the, the people, gains
2: market. People have free based the chip and Joanna Gaines sh- shit. So they're on much. the Gaines train, yeah. Oh my god. Which look, they have a they have a beautiful design aesthetic. I will not argue that. Their their line at Target is gorgeous. There's some there's some beautiful things that they've done. I, I don't mind that at all. Um, I like that they are in a way they're preservationists because they're taking these these beautiful. Dilapidated antique homes and they're they're putting a modern rustic twist on it. And I think that's great What what I just what I can't get behind is pe- People I, I think it needs it's a sense of place. It's it's where are you living? And now what are you going to do with the space people throwing up like reclaimed wood panels and faux shiplap and faux exposed brick in their condo of tribeca I call bullshit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What are some trends that are happening right now that you like or don't like?
2: Industrial fixtures, namely, uh, lead piping. Oh yeah. And it's its couplings Mm -hmm. has had its moment. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, there, there still can be touches of that, but, um, again, everybody calm down. I don't understand the obsession with, shoving a fistful of fairy lights in a mason jar and hanging it from a plank of wood (laughs) i I don't i don't quite get that you had me at fist
1: i Uh that's really honest to god i hate you so much and then i stopped (laughs) when he said shoving a fist i just i just i stopped breathing and i waited and then he said "fairy," and I was like, "Where's yeah. this going?" And then he said "lights," and I, I was like, like "I he landed the plane." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like,
2: oh. We're we're fisting fairy lights. Oh, mm.
1: let down. Yeah. What are some What are some trends you're seeing that you like? Is there anything coming back,
2: recurring? Well, there's something that has stayed with us that I think is probably here to stay forever: mid-century modern. Yes. And and look, purists and people who really know what they're doing will probably have a, a credible argument to this if, if you don't like it. But um you know, I just I I I decorate and furnish my my dwelling space, how I drink wine. I just I like what I like. And that's as right. that's as far as I go. Uh-huh. Um I, I don't dig too deep with where or why or or who. Um but I think there's a reason that MCM has been with us oh. so long because it's it kind of goes back to the Jonathan Adler thing. It's so well edited. It was a period of of renaissance in a way that you you took you took the best of uh, Danish design and modern actual moving forward modern design at the time. And you combined them, but now, being in in the two thousands, we have kind of the best of all of that because it's it's retro and vintage. So, we can incorporate the atomic styles, um, the amoeba styles, the all of the the fun campy stuff that wasn't necessarily a part of that. So you're taking the the bones and the structure of what was. Dictated by these the, these incredible Danish designers that sort of set this movement into motion, and you're you're layering in the different aspects of why this era has remained so popular, um, and I, I think there's a that's that's the reason in that because there's something that that you can always touch base with that's valid as actual design.
1: Oh, I love it. You know how it, I feel. It's my bread and it's butter. It's simple
0: and elegant and
2: classic. I think it just,
0: you know, you can you know, it's like the little black dress. It's you know stylish. I mean? yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: What are some hacks that people can do that won't like break the bank? Because we, all have, we uh, right now I think I'm at uh $27.60. Where are places that people can go to do design on a budget and still have it be cool? Like, is IKEA really that bad?
2: Oh, I, have I ever said that? Oh shit! Oh, no, you've I never d- heard I, that from no, me. But I've it's worked, always implied. I mean, we just, I, mean I used I to go didn't...
1: to IKEA to eat the meatballs before I found out they were horse.
2: I think, I think the problem people have with IKEA is that it's accessible. I think that's the only problem because it's so easy to have good design. Ooh. You know, it 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 goes back to the 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 scandinavians and the 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 danes they they know what they're doing they're also how they engineer this stuff to pack it flat and then you be the you do the grunt work of putting it together it's brilliant they have figured this out and have made an empire out of it but it's also it's it's well designed pieces that look really good and also complement many other styles of furniture. Like you both, you've been to my house. It's a it's a small 90-year-old cottage and we have many pieces of Ikea throughout the house, but they're surrounded by other vintagey, not other, but they're surrounded by vintagey antique pieces.
1: What's your favorite room in your house and why?
2: Right now, we are loving our downstairs living room. With the fireplace, yes. um, just because it's it's gotten chilly and it's just it's the perfect room to be in this time of year because it's it's just warm and cozy and how we've lit it, it is just very inviting I think and we've got a, a huge fluffy soft blanket on the back of the couch and the cats love to curl up with this and it's just it's really comforting and there's no TV in this room <gasps> I, I that was a, that was a big deal. Love that room.
1: Yes, and it's true. I love a proper sitting room. And, you know, we don't get a lot of those right now. It's, you know, your house doesn't have to look like a hula hands. There doesn't have to be a TV in every damn room. (laughs) Correct. Your home is the gathering place, and you have made it that way. It is cozy. It is comfy. It is, it's is—it's the place that people want to come and hang out. Tell the good people where we can find you online so that we can follow you. We can find out everything that you're doing and all your sexy art that you're putting out into the world. Go on. Tell the good people.
2: Tell us, Chuck. Tell us, Chuck. Well, right now, Facebook and I are seeing other people. Oh.
1: <gasps> it had to happen.
2: But... Um, I'm still fairly active on the IG, and okay. I'm uh, I'm at Charlie Rags.
1: Nice. I'm on
2: Instagram at Charlie Rags, and, and he I'm, posts- I'm fairly I'm I'm fairly active on Instagram.
1: Yeah, and he posts his designs uh, on there, so definitely go and do that. And also, one more thing with the holidays coming up, do you have any little tidbits for cool holiday decor ideas?
2: Well, I'm, I'm at an age and I don't want to include other people in this, in this podcast right now in that, in that same group. Uh, so I'm not going to point fingers, but Patrick. I'm, I'm at a place in my life where I like, I like to put things out from my childhood. I like to put uh, vintage pieces out from my childhood, um, from the holidays. They, they bring me joy they make me feel connected to my family. Um, Both of both my mom and my dad have passed. So that's become very important to me to feel connected to them. And uh, decorating is a way to do that. And I feel very close to them when I, when I put these specific things out that were special to them and taking care of those items and giving them a proper display, and a proper feature each year around the holidays makes me feel closer to them. Oh, that's oh,
1: a wonderful decor. Now, originally, before you got sentimental, I was gonna say something jackassy when you said you like to put out toys <laughs> well, from your childhood. But... I, the first thought was, oh, so like the wooden circle with the stick that you'd hit when you'd walk down the street with it, right?
2: Well, what a lot of people don't know is my mom had a huge dildo collection. So (laughs) And you you
1: know you put a dildo in a vase instant decor. Yeah.
0: It wouldn't have killed her to, you know, clean them once in a while.
2: (laughs) You put a nativity under that and it's a Christmas tree.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas. Is that Judas? (laughs) He looks so different. Joseph.
2: (laughs) No room at the end. What do you talk? There's a lot of room back here. I can fit two more. Oh, God. All right. Parking in the rear. Okay, Christmas is ruined. (laughs) Thanks, set.
1: Christmas is always ruined. (laughs) (laughs) The 2020 Nativity Dildo set. You have been a wonderful guest, my dear. Uh, Is there anything else you want to say to the good people before we send you back into listener land? Wasn't it so wonderful to cross over and be part of our magic?
2: No, look, at the, there are no rules to this stuff. Like, d- put things in your space that make you happy. There's no there's no rule, but just here, here is the rule. Spend time to make that space important to you. That's what the rule is. Don't just sleep in the room. Don't just pull the covers up over you, sleep and get dressed in the space. Make it a space that you like to spend time in. That's the rule. I don't care what you put in it, as long as it makes you happy and it has a purpose for you.
1: I thank you so much for being our guest here tonight.
2: Thank you guys for having me. And happy holidays, everyone. Happy Happy holidays.
1: holidays. Happy holidays, everybody. This is the 24-hour podcast. Let's do it. It's like we're filibustering. Okay. Before we decorate one more room, damn it, it's time to cleanse the palate with a cocktail. Ugh. Okay, ready? Well, let's do it because we're both bases today. Specialty cocktail. Oh, yeah. specialty, specialty drink I, I was
0: blending it in my personal bar and, old, and uh, i, heard I heard
1: it's always I heard that your dreams came true that come out of what? This week, this week, oh God, this week, we have a specialty cocktail that our, our special guest would absolutely love because it's so autumnal and fallish. Oh. He's all things fall for Chuck Ragsdale. This is the cinnamon apple whiskey sour. Because like it or not, the holiday season is upon us. And James Jules Ferris wants your belly toasty warm well into the new year. This is the point where we start drinking and we don't stop until January 4th. At which point we say to ourselves, ah, in for a penny, in for a pound, you know. So here are the the ingredients. You need an egg white, two ounces of bourbon whiskey, one half a cup of dry, hard with alcohol, Apple cider. Oh. One ounce simple syrup, oh. one dash of Angostura bitters, the juice of one lemons. <laughs> I like it when he plural. One says, lemons. One, <laughs> one apple cord and thin, uh, thinly sliced. A quarter cup of cinnamon, a quarter cup of sugar, one small sprig of fresh rosemary, and about 200 days to gather all these ingredients before you start making this cocktail. So, when when you've finally got the semen of a righteous man, please place the cinnamon and sugar in a shallow bowl, mix to combine, and set that aside. Now... Run a slice of apple halfway along the rim of a coupe glass. In a shaker, add egg white, bourbon, simple syrup, and lemon juice. Dry shake, then strain the ice and pour into a prepared glass. Top with cider. Run each slice of apple through the cinnamon sugar mixture and drop as a garnish in each drink. Spear with rosemary sprigs. Answer me these questions, three. This is a very long cocktail to make it better be worth it. Here's the tasting notes. I hope they're as long as these these directions. All right. The leaves are falling. The fireplace is lit. And based on the ghost town that was my neighborhood on Halloween, no one is coming over for the holidays this year. Amen. Brother, not a problem. That just means more boozy seasonal cocktails that we don't have to share with anyone. Well, just with you guys. But with no one else. Because we all have the time. I'm getting into these drinks that take a few more minutes and ingredients to prep. You think?
0: Oh, Jesus. Right
1: off the bat, I love the idea of a little cinnamon sugar dipped apple as a garnish, and guess what? You get to enjoy it with this month's favorite booze, bourbon. Bah bah. So let's light up the fireplace, sip this cocktail, and come to the realization that no one is expecting you to send out holiday cards this year. Oh, Maybe 2020 does have a little light at the end of its disgusting tunnel. <gasps>
0: wow! Oh, my God. Look at how
1: gorgeous this is. That
0: is so frothy. You, you know must what you- have.
1: That's like barista level. That's
0: like you didn't come for six weeks, like months.
1: <laughs> He's been building up and building up I in guess. anticipation I mean, of the holidays. I know season. you're
0: not servicing him, but maybe I will. Well, you go know right I mean? ahead. I don't know what I mean. If he
1: gives you free interior design, you can I do mean, whatever you want look to that at man. That
0: thick foamy top. Thick
1: foamy top. A little cinnamon, and oh my god, like a tree in the middle. Look at it. Look at my tree floating. Look at, look at it. <laughs> All right, here goes. I'm gonna get a oh little cinnamon. Wow.
0: That's nice.
1: I'm licking all the cinnamon off my disgusting lips. Like
0: Anita Baker from beginning to end.
1: (laughs) With drinks so strong.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're so stupid. You should be set on fire.
1: (laughs) This is really good. It's not, I hate hard cider, but it's hidden.
0: I do like I'm a not Christmas a cider drink. fan.
1: It, this, me neither. A hard cider, because when I lived in England, right, by Adele, and I go to me pub, there was a uh, there was a hard apple cider there called Scrumpies. No, I said yes to it because I Scrumpies. thought wacky name. I drank half a Scrumpies. They could not get me out of the bathroom for five hours. I had such an aggressive reaction to that hard cider. I never drank cider ever again until today. Ugh! This is wonderful. I like. That. I like the cinnamon rim.
0: I love a good rim job, though. Oh, you and me both. Mm. Mm.
1: Delightful, oh. foamy, frothy, cinnamony, appley, bourbony,
0: Little and with yellow, a huge
1: spear of rosemary sticking out of it. Rosemary. Rosemary, what are you doing in there? <laughs> Get out of my drink! I'm just giving you some good one-liners while I float around here. Tilda Swinton Home Design TV show. Let's go. Welcome to my home. As you can see, there's one stool in the corner. Make yourself comfortable. Do you eat food? Because I don't. Thank you for watching Tilda Swinton Home Design.
0: And then here's what what the viewer sees they walk into a house that they think isn't finished yet it's entirely (laughs) cement there's a stool in the corner one light bulb which is an exposed light bulb they go into the kitchen which is all cement there's no appliances
1: yeah do do you have any walls were you planning on putting walls keep you contained i don't i don't have any walls
0: wait is tilda swinton from liverpool well
1: I think so. <laughs> it's such a fine line between Tilda Swinton and Paul McCartney. I
0: guess so. I'm
1: on, I'm on a workshop. Ow! it's Tilda Swinton. <laughs> now I'm like Adele. Adele sounds like Eliza Doolittle in the first 20 minutes of My Fair Lady. Every time she opens her mouth, she's like,
0: I I'm going to sing a
1: song about my horrible divorce.
0: <laughs> and then she sings and you're like, how, how, Where did that girl I go? I don't know what the hell just <laughs>
1: happened.
0: this oh, my next song that I wrote while I was taking a big steamy, while I was taking the subway, <laughs> I was taking the tube.
1: Sometimes hey, when on I'm you? on the
0: can I of like to me.
1: eat I like to have chicken wings right off the bone Governor with the go I heard that your dream came true <laughs>